Hi, lovely listener. Just a quick note. You're listening to an episode of the podcast, which was recorded before the show changed its name to Tea with Kings and Queens. So now you know. Enjoy. Tea with Queens is proudly supported by Wig in a Box Promotions, a Bristol-based promotions company that supports queer arts in the Southwest. Wig in a Box is putting on shows online and encouraging everyone to get up and show their stuff, supporting performers from all corners of the cabaret circuit. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook to find out their full programme, forward slash Wig in a Box Promotions. Hello my loves, my name's Carly and this is Tea with Queens, where I have lovely chats with artists from the world of drag, burlesque and cabaret. For this, my very first episode, I chat with the stunning Keisha's Lorraine. Our chat took place via Zoom on week seven of lockdown in the UK, and it cheered me up no end. So I hope it brightens your day too. Enjoy. This is the same setup that Louis Theroux is using for his podcast right now, don't you know? Oh, (laughs) Carly is the newest. Carly Theroux more like, oh my God. Imagine, imagine. Right, so it says recording this then, so I'm sure it will be fine. Okay. So let, let's, let's plow on. So let's. it's everyone's favourite daytime TV <laughs> icon, Keisha's Lorraine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, thank how you are, so you? much. I am wonderful. How are you? I, you know what? It's been kind of up and down in this yes. lockdown, hasn't it? Yes. I found it a, a little bit, uh, as I have found, there's such thing as too much drag. <laughs> <laughs> How can you say that? <laughs> I, I, I think from like, well, I, I have um, a muggle job um, mm. outside of this. And so the funny thing is like, when lockdown happened, I was like, oh, great. I can do like, I can do like, as much like drag as I need to or as I want to now and uh, consequently there's lots of like really exciting opportunities came up for me which is awesome but at the same time I have realized that there is a limit to performing shall we say or you've been very busy I know I know it's been it's been like a whirlwind and I guess it's kind of like that performer attitude where it's like I've got to do it because like, I don't know when the next opportunity will come for me. Mm-hmm. But then there have been times when I've just like got into face and I've been like, I, I just stare at myself like, in the, in the mirror, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing now. And as I found like doing a weekly show is, it's a, it's, it's, it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Shall we yes. Say. Tell me about this afternoon with Keisha's Lorraine, because you have been it, virtually in my home every week which has Aww. been a true delight and Aww. a bit of daytime drag. What a treat. What a treat. So if anyone who hasn't seen it yet, what can they expect? Well, if you haven't seen this afternoon with Keisha Lorraine, every Monday at 2pm, uh, you can uh, tune in to a daytime uh, drag slot. Because one thing that I found was a lot of these drag slots tend to be in the evening. Mm. and um you know i'm getting back to my getting back to my daytime tv icon roots and you know this morning's already taken so just got to be this afternoon so um every show we have a check-in of what the news is tends to not be a lot but it's it's just like the whatever's going on in the house 
and then we have a weather forecast uh, from wherever you are in the world. Um, well, actually, just it's just at my house. Um, and then uh, we have a special guest um, to join us. Um, the recent one, the oh my god, uh, the most recent this afternoon was very exciting. I had a special guest, Licorice Black. And my namesake, um, Lorraine Kelly, uh, popped in uh, with a little guest video with a little shout out to me. And that, that really meant a lot. So thank you so much, Lorraine. And thank you so much, Lorraine. Holy that was fantastic. Have you ever met Lorraine? Let's talk briefly about Lorraine and how important she is to you. Tell me about her. So, the well, my namesake comes from two things. Uh, one is from, I don't know, Come, comes from the daytime TV uh, kind of vibe. And so that's where the Lorraine bit comes from. But the whole Keisha's Lorraine thing comes from a sketch show uh, from uh, the Peter Serafinowicz show, if you've ever seen that. Yes. Um, there's the Butterfield Diet Plan, and he lists out all his um, exciting ingredients. Um, and so that's why I think sometimes some people might get confused with Keisha Lorraine and Keisha's Lorraine, but it's Keisha. Mm. Uh, because it's weird um but yeah when i kind of started out i kind of had this idea of like this uh this daytime tv presenter um and uh who was kind of a little bit she kind of got like left behind in the times and she's trying to try trying to still trying to make a name for herself but she's kind of stuck back in the past um this is obviously no reflection on lorraine kelly because lorraine she is I think it's as I've realized tr doing a weekly show, there mm. is a level of endurance that is required to do just a weekly show. And then, and then I just think like, you're doing it daily. That is crazy. And you've been doing it daily for like 35 years. It is crazy. So I have like incredible respect for her. And your show's live too, as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch what happens when it goes live. It is pretty, uh, yeah, I, it's been good because it's kind of been, been a learning curve. Like, originally, I kind of really wanted to be a TV presenter. And I think that's still the case. And Me too. I think that's... <laughs> yes. Oh, is, it, is this why you did the podcasting, huh? I think <laughs> But that's good because, like, I realised that, like, um, it's just like practice and just kind of, like, working with different kinds of people. It's like... Um, so it's part of my uh, like muggle job as well. Um, so I work for um, Everyman Cinemas, and uh, I managed to wrangle my way onto press junkets. So we basically interview uh, like we have like five minute slot interviews with uh, some yeah some famous faces from the films, and that's that was like a really interesting experience. It kind of gave me a little bit of like little bit of an insight to kind of like trying to get what someone's energy is in like a very like small amount of time because you literally only have that five minutes mm. but now what I do with my uh show is like I make sure that like I, I give my guests a call like an hour or something before to be like hey how's it going just want to like vibe the energy from you and then obviously we know how like the interview or like the guest fool around will be basically yeah uh yeah sorry i feel like i went off track there 
No, <laughs> there is, there's no format to this at all. Um, Great, that's what I love. <laughs> so, yeah, you've been doing this weekly. Uh, you were talking to Licorice a bit this week about sort of the pressure to keep creating content. How have mm. you sort of dealt with that in lockdown? Because at first, as you said, it must have been a bit of a release to have this time to do stuff. Yeah, that's a, that, that was the exciting thing. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it, like at, at the start, I definitely thought it was like, oh, it's a novelty. It's like really exciting. It's like a new thing. And because because I'm not a full-time performer, uh, there's a lot of juggling involved in being able to, like in normal life where um, I obviously have to work with my full-time uh, job around teachers or the other way around. Um, but then now that I was given full reign, I was like, oh my God, I, ha- I, like, I have to, I must use this time to produce. Mm. Um, and and yeah, I, there, there has been a bit of a, I think it's, I think we, I think as performers, we put that pressure on ourselves to kind of like, well, it, it's such a super competitive space that um, yeah, you kind of put that, that pressure on yourself and I, yeah, I, I was talking to other performers and like everyone's been like, does anyone really want to, does anyone really want to perform right now? And everyone's like, no, not really. Mm. Because, because also there's like a slightly different energy. Like we're like, generally speaking, I'm used to performing um, in front of an aud- um, a live audience, like in a club at, um, in the evening. And within such a short period of time, I think it's like a pretty amazing thing that performers have been trying to re uh readdress and re rebalance their performance style into a digital way but at the same time it's quite like we've been given such a short amount of time to like adapt our work to a new form of audience and like an an Instagram live audience will obviously work completely differently to a physical audience because like with an Instagram live audience, uh, you can come in, um, but you can easily leave at the same time. And uh, sometimes that can be disheartening when you're like, oh no, the numbers are falling. But then in the grand scheme of things, you like, it's not about worrying about numbers, I suppose, but it's, yeah, learning how to make stuff for a slightly different audience and for a slightly different medium and how like that your onstage numbers might not necessarily translate straight away to like a digital format if you know what I mean yeah I wanted to ask you about the other stuff because you've got your this afternoon show but then you've been doing a lot of other drag shows as well so you've been yeah. adapting performances in a different way I think it might have been mother's meeting was one of the first digital shows I saw you do I think I did I think I did Curiosity Uh, yeah yeah it must be Curiosity I I think that's the one Mm. Um, so so that was what's that been like because as you say you're not getting a reaction from the audience and it's a completely different you're editing you're you know it's so different Mm. I it's it has been a completely different reaction but it's been it's been a positive one for sure um and also it was it's it's been exciting the kind of like the novelty of like oh i just have to submit my number i don't have to perform it in front of people um and then it's just like put on a live broadcast just watch some comments come in get a couple tips and then i just like drink my wine and just like i was gonna say do you sit and watch it when you know you're gonna be on a show oh absolutely absolutely 
I, I think it's really fun to also kind of like, if you're on these Twitch screen, if you're on these t Twitch streams to kind of like, yeah, be in the comments and just like have a, have a natter with everyone and see, see how everyone felt about it. But that's, that's a really good thing is generally like the energy from, uh, uh, fans of drag and, um, other drag performers have been like really positive. So that's really good. But, um, this is the thing like as time goes on like it's sometimes a bit tricky to like kind of keep like the motivation and the positivity up especially because at this stage we don't really know how long the lockdown is going to be going to go on for if you know what I mean. yeah i saw donna trump was saying the other day she's going to do one more curiosity sort of regardless but then i mm. think she's that's it she's like it's a trilogy <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's perfect. I mean, fingers crossed. We'll see whether whether I get on the on the listing. But um, but I mean that's the great thing about curiosity is like it's it's a great place for like. Well, you know, digital drag has been great because it's kind of like it's slightly democratized the platform uh, where like people people more than ever have more of an equal footing to kind of like get their like name out there or get their performance through the door because um because no one's getting booked um in a live setting so that's been a really good thing and that's uh i think that's a big thing that like donna and curiosity promote is kind of that equal uh or as equal as possible opportunity mm -hmm. to uh to perform to an audience and with curiosity being such like a big name like it, it's a, it's a great platform yeah. definitely so what have reactions been like to your digital stuff so far they've been yeah they've been really good definitely not negative i mm. think i yeah i think i'm very lucky that uh the people who enjoy what keisha does is yeah they they enjoy it they enjoy it and but but one thing that's interesting is like there there's one side of um uh, oh, also, by the way, just like rein me in, like if I'm just going on a bit too much. By the way, <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. It's fine. Um, there's, I think, when you're creating stuff, or uh, like if you're creating art or something like that, like there's there's the one side of like the audience perception of it is like, oh wow, that's like really awesome. Like we really really love it. Uh, but then there's the other side of like. Um, uh, from the performer perspective where it's like oh like that um i'm trying to think think of my words there's um i think the uh so i did a number which was a dua lipa remix um or the bbc news remix and a lot of people said like hey keisha's have you seen this like really cool like bbc news dua lipa remix and I was like, no, um, oh, that looks really good. And I decided to kind of like challenge myself to be able to like try and like create a video like in a very short amount of time. Mm. Um, but that came with its own learning curves where I think I think a lot of people uh, received it well. Uh, a lot of people did enjoy it. Uh, but when filming it, and um, I do it with my um, house, housemate, Camerwoman Ness, um we kind of got to like a stage where it was like it, it, it had got very exhausting basically um, how long did it so take we, you we so i tried to like 
I tried to, I do not recommend this to anyone. I tried to learn the lip sync in the day and to then perform it within the evening. And I just like, it, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't, it, it wasn't worth the stress or strain, but oh, was it? Oh, it was great. I, mean, I, I would say you. as an audience member, I mean, we, we don't see all the blood, sweat and tears, although you can appreciate how much time goes into it. And it, <laughs> it's just like digital drag for me has been absolutely joyful. It's sort of my, mm. you know, it's just this wonderful escape. So it, it, it does pain me that you are, it, you're finding it stressful, but I can <laughs> totally appreciate why, because you, you're putting yourself under so much pressure to create something um it also gives you a little sneaky peek into where everybody lives as well (laughs) yes for sure like well well i I don't know whether you'll be able to see this in in the podcast but uh yeah you can see uh that i'm in my little bedroom and then there's a long version of of my wig in the left hand corner there (laughs) but then you know the performance you're describing was really popular really popular and Mm, i was just looking at it on instagram mm. so i guess it's just weighing it up yeah uh, i i guess it's it's a yeah, I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a selfish thing for me to say that kind of like, oh, it stressed me out, guys, so bear that in mind. With the number. Because like, ultimately, like, um, ultimately, I feel like as a performer, you're kind of doing service to uh, for your audience. And so it's not really about, yeah, of what I just said, saying that it's not really about uh, the audience knowing how much stress or strain the person was under it's like it's just like did did that number or did that piece of art make the audience member feel like something mm-hmm. and that's ultimately like the good thing I think it's because like I'm li- I've literally been like stuck in this house for and we've all been stuck in a house for like a very long time I think emotions and things like that and getting exhausted kind of like play on your mind yeah. We're just in Big Brother, Big Brother times. We are, we are. And that's a wonderful segue because I wanted to ask you about television because it seems such a massive influence to you in all of your performances um, because you've done a great performance to the Big Brother theme tune and then you mentioned, like, mm-hmm. is it the BBC News, but then I've seen you do the Channel 4 News. So yes. tell me about your relationship with television and what do you enjoy and what inspires you? Well... Thank you. This is my favourite subject, television, or just like ephemera around television. So when I was at uni, um, I did graphic design at uni. And um, I, yeah, I I, I was kind of like obsessed by like TV-ish elements, not necessarily, not necessarily TV shows, but just like Mm -hmm. TV elements like, uh, like theme tunes or like idents or adverts and things like that. And basically I've been collecting like a YouTube playlist, which is like 500 videos or something long um, of kind of like videos and jingles that I'd always kind of wanted to do, but I didn't really know what to do with them. And then kind of like this idea of quiches came along. I had this idea of this kind of like parody TV presenter for a long time. Uh, but I didn't really know how to kind of like put the two together and and also at uni I was I was to be honest like quite scared to like do any sort of performance pieces because no one else was doing it but just because no one else is doing a performance piece doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it um so yes tv factors in uh massively 
to what Keechers does. And if you find a weird jingle or a weird advert, send it my way because it will definitely end up being a number, basically. Fantastic. <laughs> You've got endless fodder to use. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> mm, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so what was your I mean, first yeah, performance sorry. like then? What, what encouraged you to start performing and get out there if you were quite nervous about it at first? Oh, that's, that is a good question. Um, so Keisha's was born, I think like, I think it's like two years ago now, but basically I was working, um, I was, I was working at Everyman Cinema, but I was working in uh, the one in Bristol and I had a colleague there who said that, oh, uh, like, I don't know, we, we were just like scrubbing the bar down one day and um i was like oh i have this idea for this like drag persona she's called like keisha's the rain and she's like a tv presenter but she kind of like she like lives a bit in her own world and uh she said oh well i've got like a free slot like in the show do you want to be in it and i was like yeah sure sounds great um so yeah i did it um and it was yeah i really enjoyed it i think there was literally just like 10 people there um and then it was like a year until i performed keisha's again because i don't know there, there was a moment where i kind of like lost a bit of like spark or energy i mean like stuff with like art and performance it, it takes its time um and basically there was a competition in uh bristol uh run by clello of Wigan the box promotions and Alyssa Mandel um called uh Vandell search for a star and um yeah it was like a couple like competition rounds um and um i won it so yeah. that was pretty cool but i think one thing that i definitely realized was like um in a competitive space like drag your persona there is such power in like being uniquely your character i think it's very easy if you're feeling a bit insecure and i did and i do still uh feel insecure where i'm like oh wow but your your makeup is amazing or like your hips look amazing or like i really love that number but the reason why people like uh like keisha's is because like uh or like like another performer is because that performer doesn't do what this other performer does and um yeah sometimes it's a bit like tricky to remind yourself that like that's uh what people what people like is like that uniqueness that you give as a performer yeah and Keisha's it really is isn't she because I'm sure even like two years ago when you got up on stage I'm sure you were very different to all the other performers that were performing that night <laughs> yeah I think so I think I think one thing that was really nice was uh, someone came up to me and said like oh do you do, you do shows already and I was like no not yet i haven't been booked yet but that was very like very affirming that uh that yeah someone uh yeah if, if one person in the room loves you and 99 of them don't you know one of those like nonsense things then like keep going keep going what was it like doing competitive drag that sounds terrifying mm-hmm <laughs> yes it is terrifying now um I've been in two competitions. Um, one was Alyssa's um, Search for a Star, and that had a slightly different format where I think it was only like, I think it was five or six of us competing, 
and there was a distance of like three months between each performance or something like that. But then last year, I was lucky to be part of uh, the Gold Rush uh, season three, which is a drag competition in East London, um, all inclusive, anyone can take part. It's a fantastic experience. And in a way, it kind of gave me a bit of an understanding. You know, when you watch Drag Race and you're like, oh, but I could do that. That's easy. Why are they, why are they worrying? Why are they getting so in their head? But if you're doing, if you're doing challenges, uh, kind of like row after row after row, you kind of realize like, oh, it does get a bit like emotionally exhausting and draining. So um, at the Gold Rush, um, once a week, we'd perform on a Monday in the basement of the glory and um yeah so each week we'd kind of be assigned like a theme to respond to and um thank god for amazon prime honestly amazon prime sorted me out and yeah so we'd have to like come up with a number um do it in front of a judge uh, in front of some judges and then we had to also get like tips as well which was um uh or what, what were they called um uh, gold rush that they were like drag dollars or something like that where people could pay money on the door and they could like tip their oh, wow. favorite queens like paper money or oh, like well the... fake paper money that looks so difficult because it's interrupting your performance yeah so i definitely remember like towards the start uh people were very like keen and kind of like throwing like tips towards the stage which yeah like in a way it's quite nice and it's quite like ooh, like i'm getting something uh like doing this and i can understand like you know if you're performing in america that's kind of like largely mm. the tipping system um which we don't really have in the uk but um yeah it, it was kind of like figuring out as the weeks went on like who really liked you and who you could kind of count on like you'll give me a tip <laughs> or like who uh who you could just like happily ignore if you know what I mean. But I, th I think that's what like we, we realized like as a, as a Gold Rush family was kind of like people have their favorites and people, and, and that's totally fine. And some, sometimes, sometimes it's tricky to not take it personally, but, um, but, uh, but, but that, that's, that's a great thing that like everyone has their favorites and that's totally cool because mm -hmm. everyone's, everyone's unique. And what do they say? Oh, competitions are a platform, aren't they? They're a platform, regardless of what happens to you. Oh, for sure. For sure. They are a platform. But they're also like, if anyone wants to be in a competition, I really, I really recommend like doing a couple competitions because it kind of like, it having different kinds of themes over like a short amount of time kind of like gives you an opportunity to kind of like expand your character. So there were, um, so so there were some elements where I was like, oh, like, Keisha could probably do this. But flip side, you also learn very quickly what Keisha cannot do, um, <laughs> which is, oh, my God, that there was one very bad Halloween uh, number, which I did uh, half with a bag on my head. And um, when I took it off, I realized I had been seeing totally the wrong side of the audience for the whole time. <laughs> And it literally, like, I wouldn't say triggered me, but it kind of, like, it, it, it kind of stressed me out. And then, consequently, like, the rest of the, rest of the number was kind of like, uh, I don't know how to, like, uh. 
that was not a one, but it is like competitions, I think are definitely like a learning curve. Um, and, you know, it kind of like trains you to be in a certain way. Um, but I wouldn't do competitions all the time. No, but you like to be a judge, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh my God. I love to be a judge. Hope, well, hopefully when Gold Rush season four comes, uh, I will be one of the uh, guest judges. Love um, But also, if you want me to judge your drag, like, yeah, just like DM me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask when you are performing live, do audience reactions ever surprise you? Mm. Yes. Uh, no, I think it just depends on the number. I think like if you're not confident in or self-assured in your number, then sometimes it can kind of like, yeah, that's when you don't know what reaction that you're going to get. But like generally speaking, like I, I feel like I, I feel like I think I take the audience's view into consideration. Like I kind of like to take myself out of that like this is my self-expression and kind of think like well if a, if an audience member was watching this like how would they like think or feel to it and so generally speaking i feel like the reactions that i get are kind of like expected um but i um i, I always lower my expectations i don't expect it to go well and then like when it goes well then like it's fab and also if it goes crap then that's okay too but yeah it also depends on the energy of the um the audience and i think what i'm finding like the more stages or the more audiences that i perform in front of the more i'm like up maybe not use that number in front of these kind of people maybe use this one in front of other kind of people um yeah so what's your favorite live experience been so far with quiches mm. Mm. I think oh that's such a good question initially what comes to mind is the actually going back to the competition for Alyssa's search for a start where uh the kind of brief was like you have to come up with like 10 minutes was it 10 or 15 minutes of um on stage content and um at the time i thought like oh my god i can't really i can't do that that's good because like it yeah it's quite a long time when you think about it um and then i don't know i think there was like a level of satisfaction that i had like at the end of like oh i was like oh so i am capable of doing this or like i'm capable of like stretching myself out of you know, I thought I couldn't do it, and then I could do it. And that was definitely like a... And I remember the, the crowds were, were screaming. They were going wild for me. Yeah. I initially remember that that experience was like... Realising that um, stretching yourself... Yeah. I, I can trust myself like when I, when I have to stretch myself out of my box, if you know what I mean. I think one of the things I really like about Keish is she's a real mover. And I wondered where those moves come from. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent question. Um, you know what? 
um, even on my days off, I go to that YouTube playlist and I just kind of just like dance in my room. And, um, you know, for ages, uh, I was in my room and I was like, wouldn't it be great if people could see me do these weird dances in my room? Um, and I guess like that's what Keisha does in a way. Like sometimes, sometimes I think like there's not too much of a step far away between Stefan and Keisha's. Um, like the dances or the kind of weird choreography kind of comes from, um, from Stefan. And then I kind of feel like, oh, then I, then, then I put this kind of like face or persona on and then it all makes sense for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, ah, oh, now we see, now we <sighs> see the weirdness. That and the lovely Cardi, which I enjoy. Yes, yes, exactly. We need a Cardi, we need a vest, we need a, you know, I, I'm a certain type of lady. I'm, I'm probably the most beautiful lady known to mankind. Well, <laughs> absolutely. That's right. <laughs> now, are there is there any Keisha's merch? Is there merch in the pipeline? What would it be? I know what my wants would be, but what? Uh, oh, what are your thoughts? Oh, because everyone's chucking their merch out during lockdown, aren't they? They're all flogging no, I, things. I know, but like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just never sure that anyone would want to buy anything from me. To be honest. There has been an idea, like, which I've had for ages, and probably, like, if I say this now, then, like, the energy will, like, go into the, go into the atmosphere, and, like, it'll, it'll come back to me. Um, so, I, ha- I have the story where Keisha goes, uh, she, she's off the market, and she goes around the corner, and uh, there's these lovely gentlemen who uh, uh, want to give her, like, a really good deal on these uh, T-shirts, and they say, like, oh, we can get them printed for you and everything like that. And uh, Keisha seems like that's a great idea because she can give the discounts to all her all her lovely fans. Um, and then they all come back and they're all like inside out um, or like or the print. I, I I want like bad printing mistakes on all of them. Like it's back to front or the letters are like in Cyrillic. Um, so like if you get like a perfect looking one, it's not real merch. <laughs> in the future i can see homewares you know yes a quality oven glove mm. and, uh, you know i think the, the possibilities are endless i mean to be honest like i need to get on the mary berry kind of train and get myself uh, yes. Keisha's Lorraine and Keisha's Lorraine. yes <laughs> so uh, what's next for you what do you think life post lockdown ideally would be for Keisha's? Am I allowed to mention mm. the Great British Quiche Off, or do I need to edit that out? No, that is absolutely fine, okay. because that, that is on my ideas list. I've been meaning to get the Great British Quiche Off um, on the road, so uh, we're going to figure out who the best quiche maker in the world is, and I will be the judge. In the, the world, the world. Yeah, in the world, yeah. The Great British, but you have to come to the UK to do it. Okay. I don't want to travel too far. <laughs> um what's next for Keisha's? Well I kind of wanna see whether this afternoon with Keisha's Lorraine becomes a show, like a live show. Cause I, I've kind of got like yeah, I've got some ideas in mind of like how to make that into a live show. Um Yeah. I think that's 
was that an idea you had before lockdown or was it one that sort of lockdown inspired lockdown kind of like forced me to do it in a way where like i had been really wanting to do it for a long time and um yeah because i was like well keisha's already obviously has to have her own show um but i didn't really know how to do it and because like because it's just the busyness of daily life I, i didn't really think that i could get around to it and then when confronted with a bit of time on my hands i was like okay well maybe 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 i have to try to do it and yeah so from testing it doesn't well it's not a test but like from seeing what i can do with the ig live i just want to kind of want to see like how it might translate into uh yeah into like a live thing i can definitely yeah i can picture it and also um i would post lockdown i would obviously have to sadly change the day uh for any live stuff because i've got a monday to friday job yes <laughs> would you do it as a youtube series or are you fed up with the digital for now Mm. yeah yeah i think well i I, th- I think there's like there's nice things about being live and there's um also like nice things about being recorded like mm. so um i think i kind of want to get my like tai chi on i kind of want to go with the flow i want to see like where where we end up or or what we end up doing so i don't really want to put i don't i i don't i don't want to yet confirm whether i kind of want to go like live or recorded just yet but i think um yeah wait and see wait and see but definitely i definitely want to do like a real live show with a live audience amazing well <laughs> thank you so much for your time oh um, thank you i really Thanks appreciate it me. it's been lovely and um Thank you for, you know, all the fantastic performances over lockdown. It's just been utterly joyful. So, Oh, thank um, you. You're very sweet. I wondered if we could end in a traditional quiche's way with a weather report from where you are. Yeah. Yes, of course. Okay, right. Um, so um, I'm in a room. Um, it is uh, currently curtained. So um, I can't actually see what's out, but it looks kind of like slightly sunny. Um in my room it kind of feels like it's a it's like a 12 highs of 12 and 13 degrees so probably outside it's highs of 15 16 degrees and um i think it's a perfect day to go running but uh keisha tried to go running today and uh she's got blisters on her heels uh so she uh will have to refrain from that um a little bit but if you do want to go running i suggest go go out for a lovely one hour lockdown run now (laughs) beautiful thank you so much and uh where can we find you you can find me um at keisha's lorraine underscore on instagram you can find me um at keisha's lorraine with a zero for the o on twitter uh you can find me on facebook uh i also have a uh what's it called a tiktok i'm down with the cool kids now um so please add me um on tiktok and youtube and wherever you find a slice of savory tart (laughs) thank you my love speak to you soon thank you Bye. bye bye
Hi again, it's Carly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to find out more or get in touch, head over to teawithkingsandqueens.com.